Welcome back to Beyond Ambitions. I'm Hans, your host for today, and I'm joined here by Verge. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning, wherever you are. <laughs> and welcome back to the show, everyone. Now, before we start with today's topic, we would just like to address the matter on hand. Uh, matter or not, may it be. But yeah, we've been gone for two weeks. Um, we've just been dealing with a few things, you know, as human beings deals with, deal with a lot of things. Um, I've been dealing with a lot of mental stuff. Yeah, heavy stuff in the mental <laughs> side. Just being able to take a break. Uh, Lorenzo still hasn't been able to join us due to some... Yeah, med is hard, guys. Uh, and Verge, what have you been doing? I've just been sleeping at home, resting my arm, doing some work. Pro bono, <laughs> which sucks. I want to be paid. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. But it's been pretty tiring. So, yeah, that was a well-deserved break, honestly. Yeah, we needed that. We needed that. Just, uh, you know, we didn't want to sacrifice the quality of the podcast. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, let's just be frank. Yeah, but... Aside from that, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we were 100% in a way with what we did in our show. So yeah, and to get to today's topic, you know, and to time it up with Halloween since um, by the time of recording, it's the, it, w- it was literally yesterday, and today's All Souls Day. <laughs> but yeah, either way, um, to time it up with those two special occasions, we are going to be talking about well, our fears, you know, the things that differ from one person to another and the things that can cause us to falter. Now, we wanted to talk about our fears a little bit because one, Halloween season, spooky, woo. But two, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, two, I feel like, well, we felt like it's a topic that a lot of people have a tendency to fail to address. Um, Actually, in my case, it took me a while to figure out how to properly address it only recently because you know here and there we as human beings we have irrational fears that we want to be able to deal with but find it pretty difficult to do so but you know we'll be getting into that later so so as we start of course we would like to talk about some of the fears that in a way haunt us and i guess we can start with verge what are some fears that can haunt you or do haunt you from time to time I mean, okay, honestly, to be to be frank, I have a much more recent fear because I like I mentioned a few episodes ago, I got into a car accident um about I think about it's almost two months already. Yeah, it's almost two months. Yeah, almost two months. So, and, yeah. You know, yeah, it was around September seven when I decided to take a break from school. Tapos, the the world started to, you know, universe be like, hey, I'm gonna break your arm and stuff like that. But yeah, on a more serious note though, um, after that, after that accident, because as it was happening, I was like, oh, everything's flashing before my eyes. It's true what they say about, you know, when when you're you're right in front of death, it just flashes. Everything flashes before your eyes, and then it just happens. There's a pause as the things that are you know, accidents as they happen. Tapos, when you get there, it's done. You don't know what's happening. But then, yeah, after that, I, I tried processing processing the accident. But then, you know, by riding cars and then um, trying to drive and stuff like that. But then, but then the, the, the 
scary part was that there's an ingrained trauma. And now I'm kind of scared to be a passenger in someone else's car. I, I experimented recently. I experimented recently. Uh, you know, dri- I, I tried driving after, you know, after to, just to to practice my arm because my arm's still pretty iffy. So I mm-hmm. tried driving last week. And I was okay in the mind. I didn't I didn't shout and scream like a, a maniac. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it really just pops up when 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 I'm a passenger in someone's car someone's car. Tapos when I think that someone's someone has my life in their hands. And that's that 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 thing scares me all the time. Now yeah. at least. But hey, trying to do some magic with it, trying to process it, getting over it somehow. But it's there. It's gonna be there for a while. Yeah. The Don has. Drive safely, everyone. Don't 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 be on the road all the time when you're driving. Don't 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 make your brain fly everywhere. Just focus on the road. Oh, that was bad. But well, yeah. thank you for scaring me because uh, you know <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm still yet to get my driver's license and uh, I've been very excited to learn how to drive, but. I mean, it's yeah. not naman kasi. It's not naman. It's not, ano, I mean, accidents, they're part of life. You, you, can't, you can't escape yeah, they them. Happen. They happen if they, they're bound to happen. But it was so ironic. It was very, so well-timed that the universe was playing playing some <laughs> dumb game with me. But, Every, but yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, the the thing with that, those kinds of things, because like, they, they can be, they can be, I think they can be managed. They can be solved. Therapy helps. I tried to. Oh, for sure. I tried to, you know, seek professional help for that to see what are the best methods to, you know, try to get myself out there. And it's getting better, the trauma. But the fear of, you know, the, the fear of of long driving and being someone's passenger is gonna be there for a long while. So, you know, the yeah. best the best precaution, I guess, is to, you know, if you're gonna apply for a driver's license hands, probably, you know, take the take the stuff they do. The testing and the education stuff very seriously because that's gonna oh, yeah, help. For sure. For gonna sure. Help. I don't want to be, I don't want to be one of those drivers in the ro- on the road that are very dumb. <laughs> you know, because yeah, a lot of a lot of dumbass dumbasses on the road. Honestly, not yeah, no filter because it's so annoying when you when you're yeah, on yeah, the road yeah. and they they just do that. It's scary for a lot. Yeah, of people. actually. I'm just a yeah. Sometimes like even me, like I'm just a passenger, and I'm getting as mad as I'm even. I guess sometimes I get even madder than the driver because like, what the hell were you doing, bro? Yeah, like use the signal light, bro. Like come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, like, I'm a very, I'm a very, like, like, you know, like what after I got my license in yeah. 2018 I realized that I was a very ver- verbal person on the road it's a good thing <laughs> I don't I don't open my window like you know just to cuss out but I really do cuss out in my car just to you know just to get the steam out there because if I don't yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get into an accident <laughs> and that's well, not Gucci yeah at least it's just within the car you know like I mean it's much better than going going out of your way like driving towards them and just like trying to cut them off and like ruin the momentum and stuff like that like I've seen that before because my my dad used to do that sometimes, like back then. Because yeah, yeah, I, I was in the car, but I was in the car back then. He did that. I was like, "Oh damn, some Fast and Furious shit." But yeah, like, <laughs> so it's 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 so different. Like I realized that after my accident, it's so different when you're 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 the one in control of 
of the car versus when you're the one being, you know, you're just there as a passenger. It hits mm. differently. Like, does it, yeah. for me at least, okay, after the accident, the, those things don't flash when I drive. But then, like I said, it just happens when I'm a passenger, but not as much now. So, hot dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because being in a car, like you're being a driver, you can control where you go. So, just in case you miss something, it's easy for you to turn or something. You can, yeah, it, yeah. It, you can hold yourself accountable because you, you made the mistake. But if yeah, you're a passenger, the- you're like, you're like, I oh, come what? on, bro. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Because when you when you have control of what you're doing, it's it's no, um, you have no one to blame, and you can't you don't you won't have any regrets as to what's happening because, um, you understand that that was a a learning moment and that you can Mm. do better next time. But when you're when you're a bystander or just a person that's there witness or whatever, or you're in the you're in the event. Choo choo horizon, whatever the heck that means. Parang ano, you you can't escape all those thoughts coming from. You're gonna be the one hit the most by the emotions and all the, the squiggly thoughts in your brain. That that's is gonna you know scare you for the rest of your life. Ah, uh, yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, Same. Like, well, you know, uh, part of driving is responsibility, especially if you have like passengers in your in your you're behind, so yeah. <laughs> so um, I have a question because uh, enough about my car. Gosh, that's scary. Anyway, yeah. so how about you? Do you have any irrational, irrational fears that come to mind when you, you know, when you talk about fears and phobias and stuff like that? What comes to uh, mind? I mean, aside from cockroaches, I think everyone's afraid <laughs> of cockroaches. That's that's a pretty much a given. Like, especially Same. if it flies. Jesus Christ! But, yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah, but you know, like, um, I think one of the fears that, like, one of the biggest fears that I've had is, like, in a way, social acceptance, but same time, a loss of identity. Because, uh, okay, I get okay, yeah, yeah, because I'm in the gray, I, I, I tend to be like in a mental gray area a lot of the time. Uh huh. Like, sometimes I would want to fit in just to be able to, for the sake of fitting in, just to uh-huh. be able to have like a stable set of friends, yada, 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 like that. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, part of me does not want to fit in, if you know what I'm saying, Frank. Like you don't want to be identified as that group solely. Yes. You want to be a distinct identity at, that's part of that particular group. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Like you, I, that you can set yourself apart from them if hmm. need be. Exactly, exactly. Like I like part of me is it's very important that I emphasize myself how yeah. like how i am i don't want to be defined by the group of people i'm with i want to be defined by what i do or what i am so uh-huh. sometimes you can be taken out of context you know like sometimes people who don't because um let's just say that back then like trying to fit in didn't really work for me so uh-huh. i chose to stand out but sometimes there's a yearning to fit in but then because you know, like, yeah, sure, you're standing out, but sometimes it's lonely being, it's lonely standing out sometimes. So same. Just, honestly, honestly, okay, sorry, I, I cut you off. My bad. You can you continue. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like. Um, I like to stand out. It does, I I don't mind it. Um, but I would like to fit in with a group of friends sometimes too. But, you know, 
Because it gets lonely. And that's one of my other fears also. Like, getting lonely. Because um, I spent a lot of time with myself recently. Especially with the pandemic. Like, being at home. It's a lot harder. Especially because uh-huh. when I'm with friends outside, uh, I'm usually I'm usually like, like super energetic and super loud person because I feed off other people's energies. Yeah, you, know, you can attest yeah. to that. But at home, it's just like I'm just sitting down in front of my monitors and talking to people. It doesn't feel the same, you know. Like you don't get the vibe, especially as uh, you know, those love languages thing. Yeah, like mine was like a uh, physical touch or like quality time or something like that. And whenever uh-huh. I can, when I'm, whenever I'm around people, um, I feel like I feel good because I can, I can like vibe and adjust myself to the vibe. So, yeah, it just um, sometimes, especially now, like it, it's a little emphasized considering I don't get to see many people, and I can easily stand out in these um, situation, you know, as as a person. Especially work, like, um, if I just be myself, like, be a very assertive, confident guy, I can easily stand out there. But sometimes I fear that that could be detrimental in fitting in with people in a way. Yeah. But I don't know if it's necessary to like fit in. But sometimes, you know, sometimes sometimes it's just what you what I want to do, and because I want to feel accepted too. You know, that's, that's one of my fears. Like sometimes I feel like. I am not, but it happened. Like sometimes I gotta accept the fact that I don't get accepted. And yeah, it's, it's a reality of of life that not you don't yeah. fit everyone's cup of tea. Mm. And that's a that's a lesson I learned the hard way after high school. Because after high school, I was like, hmm, maybe I should start becoming more active and stuff like that. Get along with more people. Because hey, college is a new experience together and stuff. So yeah, go ahead, go exactly. Down. Um, and Orsam, and Orsam. So I, yeah. I introduced myself as that very, very loud, very outspoken type of person, which I am, honestly. I mean, no bar, no bar is held. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an outspoken person when it comes to a lot of things that matter. But then, I know, when I, I was introducing myself, introducing myself, ah, da, 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 da. You know, you know what I mean, right? When I speak, when I speak that way, I, it, it's my, yeah. it's my, it's my it's my public speaking voice. So I did that or them. Then I yeah. became I became I know, best best friends one of the quiet guys in the in our block. That was <laughs> it's so funny. I was like asking him, okay, so what was your first impression of me? First impression of me no or Zeb. He was like, Oh, you were like that weird guy who's shouting all the time. Like, yo, <laughs> that that was a big blow to my surface team. <laughs> That was that was a big blow to myself. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I wasn't even shouting. I was just doing Mate. my public speaking voice. Why are you gonna be like that? That was so I asked. So I asked around my other blockmates. Yeah, you weren't. No, it, 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 you seem like the Bibo kind of guy who would go for student council, which I did at that time. <laughs> so like having to having to having to. Hear that from my door, from from a closer friend from within my within my circle. I was like, damn. So people have people have very radical um descriptions of me that that I don't really know about, nor do I want to know about. So mm. after that, I I guess when it comes to 
social acceptance. I didn't bother with them <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the loud movo that you're gonna hear in class. If you have an issue with that, tell me. If you if you don't tell me, I don't give a bat about that. I won't give a bat about that. Mm. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> yeah. 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 I see to jump off of that because I remember my friends from from me select the org, like yeah. especially the lower batch. Like one of the few first impressions they got of me was I was they were scared of me though, and I was like, why do I look scary? Well, then in a way I did because my face was literally like this. Like it, I was like. I was literally frowning all the time. Like that was my that was my regular face. Because uh, as a commuter, I have to look like an asshole. So don't mess with me. Just <laughs> so. Para di ka pagtriban or ano Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But, aside from that, like my posture was like very chest out and stuff. So I looked look, like a very confident. Like well, uh, like if you talk to me, like what? <laughs> like that's what I look like. I'm like no one would want to mess with me. So sometimes when I try to talk to people, it was like very. How to say it? Um, I was very friendly you know, when I talked to people, but when yeah. when, they, when I started talking to them, they were like, "Oh my god, he's talking to me!" I was like, "Oh, what the hell?" I'm like, "What, what do I do?" Did, well, did, like at at some point after after you found out about those kinds of first impressions that people had about yeah. you, did you did you did you ever think to adjust the way you present yourself after that, like to uh, to another set of people, or it was like meh. Um, okay, honestly, yeah, because uh-huh. I, I, in a way, like, I thought, I, uh, yeah, I'll just be me. But at the same time, sometimes me can be too be too strong. I could come up too strong. Uh, and okay, that's true. In a way, like, I, I like my strong personality. I, I would never change it unless same. I needed to for the sake of something. But, you know, in terms of that, parang, I felt like I needed to tone it down a little bit just to look more reserved because... Um, it could come up as a very wrong, it could come up, it could come out as wrong. Like some people might interpret it as uh, yeah. an arrogant bastard or a very ignorant person. But you know, I'm far from those. It's just that sometimes my strong personality and chill. Sometimes because I'm too chill at things, and mm-hmm. it can come across as that. So yeah, I have to, sometimes I change up a little bit, but most times I just you know I just be me because. Why wouldn't I be? Hey, that's good. That's perfect. Honestly, when you when you when you when you try to adjust for and for mm. things, there's there's an appropriate time to adjust. Like there's there's always a proper time to tweak how you present yourself a bit based on how appropriate it is to where you are at that moment yeah. or circumstance or whatnot. But then when you go to the base of things. The like for example that first impression that really hit me. So so for a while I actually thought I actually thought that hmm maybe I'm being too strong. So maybe I should I I I should go to the radical side that I maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't um present myself at all. <laughs> that was mm. that was the that was the lingering anxiety or the fear that maybe maybe if I try to be the self that I want myself to be maybe it's going to be perceived as something that doesn't conform to how people should be and that's that was a pretty difficult thing to yeah. to process especially you know when you're when you're forced into that kind of so, social um 
social institution like a school na, where mm-hmm. you have to constantly adapt to things as they go and you, yeah, yeah. you, you want to feel um, accepted by the groups of people that you encounter every day so mm-hmm. eh, but now but now, but now like proud of me hey self-realization during the pandemic yo I, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna adjust for anyone no more I'm gonna do do what do I you. do yeah if mm. if people hate me I don't care I'm not if, if if I live in your head rent free that's good for me not for you <laughs> I, uh, I have to I concur with that last statement I have I know what that feels but yeah we don't like, we don't bother with that anymore anyway exactly yeah. like if anything, it's like, damn, y'all think it was like that? Thanks. That's, that's, do- <laughs> that's dope, though. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thanks. Damn, yeah, my yeah. problem. That's that's not a me problem. That's a you problem. Yeah, like, damn, damn why you guys start, like stop? I mean, don't stop <laughs> asking. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, to jump off like that, because uh, uh-huh. I remember back then, like. I remember when I was in second year, like I remember my, my org president talked to me one time because apparently I was lacking tact. And in hindsight, lacking I was. Lacking what? Tact. Tact. Ah, tact. Okay. Yeah. So I was lacking that. And then in hindsight, yes, I was literally, I was zero tact. Uh-huh. And yeah, uh, you know, like especially since I was getting older and I needed to get, uh, get ready for like, like more mature roles and shit like that. Like, <laughs> wait, so much bro, bro, come okay, okay, okay. If you're you're being yeah, yeah. prepared for more mature roles, stop us. Yeah, yeah. Parang, uh, what ended up happening was uh, I started to you know integrate that that tact to my that, yeah, like to how I was, and I mean it was working for the most part, and it was um. I was able to integrate it properly, it is, but at the same time, I integrated it at the right moments because if I made myself too tactful, I wouldn't be myself because I'm a very loud-mouthed um, individual with a lot of energy. But if I made myself too tactful, it would be boring of me, you know? So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm successful in integrating tact, to, especially at work because I'm very... Uh, I can easily switch between being a very professional guy and very like, oh yeah, sure, no problem about that. To, yeah, yo, chill, cool, no problem, bro. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> it's so easy for me to switch, but yeah. So, irrational fear. Oh, uh, you know, that was one of them. Social acceptance in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. At least, at least, you know, at least you know how to process the, the fear that you have socially because mm. having no platform or outlet to at least have have that conversation with yourself on how to how to deal with mm. them and live with with th- that kind of anxiety for the rest of your life is ca- pretty heavy pretty freaking heavy yeah. yeah actually to jump off of that like before we go into like how we deal with things let's just talk about how does it affect us you know like for a while like aside from the fact that when we have this fear of um, the inability of acceptance as well as but at least in your case you were able to talk about how your fear of the car has affected um, your perspective of driving and yep. being a passenger so in my case like in, in other cases let's say like um, actually what, what other fear would you talk about like what 
what fear would you say affects your life significantly? On a daily, on a daily basis. I don't think I don't. I mean, hey, I'm not the. Um, I honestly don't know what type of fear about from the irrational fears that I have because an, an irrational fear that I have is like a fear of of thing of the unknown. I mean, that's a general fear everyone has anyway. Like, yeah, sure. But, like, for example, okay, just to give an example, okay, it's I'm at home alone in the dark, and I hear a really, really loud bump out Run. there. In the, yeah, yeah, the 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 fight the fight the fight or flight instincts come in. So, and I have I have like uh, what you call this a baton here ready in my <laughs> my nightstand. It was it's just there. So I was like, hmm, my fight my fight my fight or flight instinct comes in. I get the baton ready, and then I don't. I fail to sleep for you know for because it's night, so I don't, I don't yeah, get yeah. to sleep for a few hours. And until after, until after I watch a show and then chillax, and then 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 I'll fall asleep. Yeah, until your mind I, I like, mean, goes away. Yeah, because it's the it's the it's the brain that's picking on you. That <laughs> you know, it's the it's the thing that you don't know or you don't <laughs> have a control over. That's that's you know. Bugging your brain on, on that okay on and triggering those instincts that you have in your in your body. Yeah, that's, that's true. All. Yeah, it's all honestly okay. When you, what was the question again? <laughs> no, like how does it affect you? I mean, you basically did talk about how it affected you. You know, like fight or flight. Ah, uh, yeah. Let me yeah. just get this button and really fight that shadow real quick. <laughs> yeah, it it it's a no. It's it's really because it. It has a physical effect on you. Like the things that happen that you know get processed in your brain all, will always have a physical effect on you. So, for mm-hmm. for instance, a car you're going to have, you're always going to have more often than not a uh, a fight or flight response to when someone presses a brake very hard or turns <laughs> turns on a sharp curve and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what happened happens to me at least when I was you know drive uh, I was being drove around driven around the metro. And that was pretty, I know, because I didn't have any, I couldn't do anything about it. But then, but then I was like, maybe if I, maybe if I, uh, what you call this, just go on more rides. Perhaps, maybe, maybe I'll be, I'll be able to, you know, process this better. I won't shout on the road because that happened also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, I was, I was, okay, so just a brief, brief. Turn from from the conversation. I was I was sleeping in the car. That was mm. that was the the driver was ado, made made the very surprising ado, turn. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm passing, I'm passing, I'm like hey, yo. Ah! <laughs> it's not even the hey yo. Like, ah! <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. Nagulat din yung kasabay ko sa car. So, oops, my bad. Can't blame mm-hmm. me though. It 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 it's the it's the reality of things now. It's gonna be gone after some time, but don't expect it to leave after you know after just just a small period of time. It takes time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It, it'll take time, but you know, nothing's instant, especially those. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you're when you're dealing with stuff like your anxieties and your fears, you don't force. It, it, I don't think that it's healthy for you to force yourself to immediately face those kinds of situations that make you afraid or anxious. Because if you do that, you're you're jumping onto things, and you're not really 
um allowing processing yourself time to process yeah right that's that's right you're not yeah. allowing yourself to process the thing like go through it as comfortably as you can and you know give you a healthy way to finally adapt to or you know, or move around those fears or anxieties that you have mm-hmm. i'm sure yeah. sure as cliche as it may be you have to you have to try to to um process them but you don't have to do it all at the same time all at once just yeah you know, step by steps small steps always yeah especially since like um these fears that we have and the way that it affects our lives it's very heavy those aren't the things that those aren't paper airplanes that can be thrown away with these so yeah, yeah. they need time to be processed yeah i mean it's the no it's the what you call this it's the more mature thing to do because you know exactly. everyone has fears and it's understandable if you're more afraid of something compared to someone and that's perfectly fine mm. and but the mature thing always to do is you know understand what's causing your fear and if it's possible try to face them and if yeah. it's not oh well god bless you <laughs> <laughs> the exactly. irrational fears, the irrational fears, I ain't gonna leave me, yo. <laughs> Flying, exactly. Any, any, any kind of big insect that flies, that's that's the fear, cause I don't uh, want that's them definitely near gonna leave me. Us. Yeah, that's they're never gonna, gonna leave. leave. Yeah, never, I, 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 I shout when when there's like a flying cockroach on the wall. When I know that it's on the wall, I know that it's a flying cockroach, and. From that, from that knowledge, I just know that I have to be in another room because if it flies on me, I'm gonna get eaten, Run. bro. Run. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> damn, I saw in grade school. I saw my friend. He got. I got really scared because my 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 friend in grade school. He got bit by a cockroach in both of his eyes. So oh magang magayong magang magayong <laughs> mata niya for a few for two weeks, I think. I'm like, bro, look like he got. No. Yeah, <laughs> like no, I'm gonna do that. Nope, I'm, nope, nope. I'm gonna run when I see when I see one. Yeah, it's a non-negotiable. Like if if uh, you, you know that like the, the the tennis racket with like the electric tennis racket. Used to yeah, play and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. One of those, and every time I see a, an apis in the wall, I just grab it just in case, just in case it flies. <laughs> like, well, it hasn't yet, so yeah. Yeah, for, for yeah. that. Uh, Cause grab it, my my washroom, it never runs out of those, those uh, no, those cockroaches. Like out of yeah. nowhere, they're gonna come out of the drain, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep some insecticide, some bygone here by the sink, under the sink, so that when I'm taking a number two, and then, <laughs> and it just pops you, out of nowhere, I'm ready. Are to, you seriously gonna to. spray it while you're taking a number two? That's gonna fly erratically at you. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That's not a good thought. But hey, as long as it dies faster, I'm good. Because <laughs> cause it's, you know, those are the bygone na, ado, may tatlo nang tao dito, has three nozzles and stuff. That's, and oh, when you spray it, it it's extra, ado, parang it's extra violent, the the stream of stuff that comes out of it. So, so I, 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 I spray it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I spray it directly at the thing and it dies after a few seconds. I'm good. But if it's it like starts pr- flying around, that's that's the danger. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a pressure washer, but the bygone, that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty helpful. 
it's pretty helpful to have around in the washroom. Pretty scary though if it flies. That, that that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah, thing. It's a good thing. It's around. Hi. Hi, Ayun. Rational yeah. tears, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyway, moving yeah. on. So yeah, you talked about how it affected you. I guess I'll talk about mine. Like, yeah. You know how um because it really affects how I feel like people see me. I, that's still a fear that I can uh, have from the fear of acceptance, of, of lack of acceptance or something like that, yeah? Mm. Like, I feel like, because I would not change how I am, as I, was said, as I said prior, but sometimes I don't, I don't want to come across as too strong to the point that people will find me, like, intimidating, arrogant, or annoying, you know? Yeah. So... It affects me because, like, especially now, my anxiety has been really bad lately. Like, it was with work. It's no, like, work is fine, honestly. Okay, but the lack of, the lack of like personal uh, interaction kind of sucks in the sense that, um, I can't really get gauge. Because I'm a very, I'm a very personal person. Like, whenever, I can easily read people when I'm around them, but when I'm like in call or something like that I cannot read them at all so huh. when I'm around people I can just like okay so comfortable or something like that so yeah but the lack of the lack of any clarity on that matter is very is very it's very hard for me to, to deal with because um I kind of want just some form of stability on that end and ah okay this situation so, just, yeah, just this you know situation. just so I could understand it better it's kind of like is it kind of like when you're uncertain about how people view you that's causing you the most anxiety at the moment in a way like, yeah in a way okay because um i don't know like i've i've seen how people react to me the way in a negative manner because of how i am i've seen a lot yeah. of people who have reacted positively as well so and I didn't really like it when I saw how people reacted negatively. I mean, who does, right? Who 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 doesn't want to be yeah, accepted? Yeah, like that? it's difficult when when you're hit by those kinds of questions in your brain when when you get mm-hmm. questioned for what you're trying to present yourself as. It's difficult. Yeah, because yeah, because a lot of people they have the tendency to like interpret you as someone you're not because yeah. they, you know like they, they fit a mold in their heads. That's not you, you know. But I'm, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be misinterpreted, and I've already been misinterpreted a lot. Like this reason, pe- this reason I live in people's heads rent free. I don't know why, but <laughs> that, that, that that's one of the reasons. And when I found out that that was the case, I was just laughing my ass off. I was like, uh, okay, nice, bro. It's funny. It's it's just it's those things that you know. I mean, with regards to people living in your head rent free, that it's so fulfilling that that you get they get bugged by your presence. It just goes to show that yeah. how powerful you are as a person and what kind of influence you have over people. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. it's the that's the type of influence the 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 one that people aren't you know that aren't really aware that you're influencing them in some way that's most powerful. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, exactly. So you know, for those people, you suck. Go suck. 
go suck a banana or something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get your point. Like, exactly. That's exactly what it feels like. So it's like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that's how it affects mine. I hope it. I hope I can get through it. But you know, like what you said a while ago, it's a process because I'm really not used to not being able to read people. Like I just I met my friends recently, like that I haven't seen since like last year. But uh-huh. some of them I haven't even seen until that until last Saturday. So you easily like read like their body. Like body language is very important for my my cognitive senses because in reading uh-huh. people. And How was it? It was great. I love that. I, I'm I'm still high from it because it was, I don't know. It was the first time I've seen a lot of of them, uh, for, and you know, but I'm, I want to go back, but you know, yeah, it was nice. It was just really nice because one for one, I felt how I felt the the Christmas spirit, and I haven't felt Christmas in what two years since like my good. My, 2019. My, 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 it's a big ass Christmas tree. Ah, okay. It was a big ass lit, lit Christmas tree in like the garden area of Robinson's Magnolia. So it was like dope. But anyway, going back, like, yeah. Um that's how it affects my life. Body language. I mean, honestly, it, if I had that on the red, like it's so difficult to to gauge if people are being fake with you online. Exactly. That's like, one that's like, exactly like, what I mean. Yeah, when I was uh, no, when I was in when I was, you know, still vying law school and stuff, I had meetings mm. with, with, with a study group and stuff that I'm not really close about. I had my 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 former fellow prof there, so I didn't really know how to gauge the the group because my it was awkward to have a prof around. I hope mm. they don't hear this, but if they do, hi everyone, I love you all. <laughs> like, but 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 yeah, that that moment when I was in in those the those um for fora forums. Flora. Yeah, I was in that Either. platform talking with them, uh-huh. conversing. At, there's there's this sense of um there's this kind of familiarity, but at the same time, there's also this kind of uncertainty because when you look at people through a screen, you can't really gauge if they're enjoying their time with you or or if they're having what you what you call this, a nasty time. And that's what yeah. I don't really like that's it's that kind of um kind of fear that um of not being in control of things not being aware of things you being in the dark that's what that's that's scary so yeah exactly but i loved i loved the time the little time that i spent with my blockies there they were so Mm. accommodating but it was Mm. there was this there was this uh lingering uh fear in my head that oh crap this is not going good for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Like sometimes, cause like you know, in jumping off of that, sometimes, sometimes you just feel it's good. Eh? Like you know, it's good. You know, it's gonna go well. But sometimes there's just most times actually, there's just a very odd uncertainty that comes with it, especially with yeah. now. So there, it's there, hard. There are there 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 are you know there are opportunities circumstances that. Nah, parang the vibe is good, so you know it registers as something good. But there are actually sometimes then na, damn, it's so difficult to gauge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it yeah, just yeah, yeah. It, it it comes to a feeling sometimes. It comes down to a feeling sometimes that oh, there's not there, there's no vibe here. <laughs> exactly, oh well. exactly. Oh yeah. well. 
Uh, it's just really hard to gauge like online interactions at some point. But yeah, that's how we deal. That's how we deal with it. And <laughs> there's no, there's no one answer in dealing with these things, in it? So, yep. We just have as to, much as possible, as much as possible, yeah. I guess. You know, try to set everything out there. If you're, you know, if you, if in in the next year we're still gonna be in the same platforms. But I'm hoping that we get back to on-site stuff. But yeah, yeah if, we're gonna get, if we're going to get stuck into a situation where we'll have to do work from home, school from home, and all that um, digital stuff, I guess, I guess it's important to be able to communicate what the expectations are like, on your end and from their end so that at mm-hmm. least from the get-go, you get to set the boundaries and the uh, stuff that you know that will make everything much more easier and free flowing and enjoyable for everyone. That's true. That's true. Just gotta, just gotta deal with it as it is. Eh? Yeah, it's it's difficult when when people are like at least for now because we're not able to gauge nga the how people are feeling about things when you know we're in these digital platforms but then mm-hmm. what's difficult is that people are hesitant to speak their minds about about the stuff parang they're trying to reserve their energy not to engage when when it's absolutely necessary to be able to in the first place so that at least at least you don't get that feeling that you're being dragged into this horrible ass situation where there's no escape. Because, it's so, I mean, sure, it doesn't come off as easy for a lot of people to be able to speak about these things, much more so when you're online. But hey, yeah. that's communication has become much more easier when you're online. You just have to, you know, either type this thing in, tell them this thing, or, you know, when you're on a, in a meeting and stuff, when you're on call or something, you just verbally communicate all these things. What seems to be what 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 what's the problem? If I uh, know, why aren't you able to do that? I guess it's just the lack of com- comfortability, you know. Like, yeah. like yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, I guess it's like it's easier if you if it's easier to do that like in person, you know. Like you can read someone's body language, you can read someone's face, you can read someone's yeah. eyes if they're not feeling okay. And nowadays, it's like, how the hell am I supposed to read it off like a chat? Sometimes you can misinterpret a <laughs> chat really easily. So that's true. Well, I, like sometimes you, you use an exclamation point. Some people might interpret that as like, <laughs> yeah! excitement or oh happiness. Oh my god! <laughs> sidebar. Might... Sidebar. Yeah. What have you ever have have anyone like get disappointed or mad at you for using proper syntax? While having Uh-oh. a text conversation, like when you're uh, using periods and exclamation points and all that shit. Yeah, me. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> it's so. I it's don't so. Like I don't like that. But <laughs> for me, for me, for me, when when I know, I got my friend got mad at me because I know, because because yeah. I was just replying, you know, because. If you want an answer from me, you'll get that answer from me. No need to, you know, jibber jabber and everything and put all mm-hmm. those unnecessary mm-hmm. emojis. But they were, they were like, bro, you have to add more feeling to your text and stuff like that. Add emojis so that we'd know that, that you're not mad and stuff. Like, what? <laughs> no, bro. 
No. <laughs> let, let, me, let me type the way I want to. I mean, I, I get mad at those people, but like, say, like, let them type. I, I mean, mean, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even like. I'm not getting mad at them. I'm just like, I just wonder, like, why though? <laughs> yeah, 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 but, yeah. Okay. And I, I was, I've been also. I've also been on the receiving end a long time ago. But then, but then, parang. I mean, there's it, there's no need when you're trying, you know, social media, communicating via social media. The point of that is to make things more convenient and easy to let your thoughts out there. So I just mm-hmm. want to be able to communicate my thoughts and ideas as quickly as possible. And as <laughs> and if, freely as possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, do it's I really social, have to... social, not ex- professional. Do I really have to exert the effort? Just to put all those bloody emojis, just to make yeah, you exactly feel comfortable. I mean, you you'd know if I'm mad because it's gonna be in all caps and there's gonna be an exclamation part, exclamation mark, and an angry face. But then, yeah, yeah. don't be don't be assuming yo. No, interpret our messages. Like that's exactly the problem with that. Like, like it's exactly my problem. I can't. In, I. I can, <laughs> it's so easy to misinterpret things. So it's like Same. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. I, although yeah, I do see the downside. But ano, when you're when you're communicating with with ano, close closer circles and everything, it's yeah. difficult to gauge. <laughs> it is, my it bad, is. my bad. Because I, I also saw my text, my messages in high school with some people, <laughs> and our our chats before with Bro. a lot of people. And I just realized that I've been a sassy mother, mother ho yo yeah. On on social media, and I <laughs> I sincerely apologize for coming for coming off as an asshole. <laughs> Just know that it it was because I valued the what you call this the convenience of digital communication that I reply that mm-hmm. way, and it's also annoying. It's also annoying that you have to keep repeating the same as questions. When the answers are already right in front of you, that's just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's true. I, I, granted, I agree. I concur with that. So, yeah, I mean, he, it I happens. Mean... <laughs> yeah, the dawn. It, it just, it just happens. So, it's a case-to-case yeah. case basis always. You know, if you, you'd know, you'd know when, when, when the person you're talking to is mad, and if they're feeling a bit. If they're feeling a bit, um, what you call it, concerned about your relationship, just because, just because you're typing, typing some way, you can. The option there is to, you know, tell them that you're not, or yeah. you know, just outright don't take that BS and just uh, don't bother. Exactly, exactly. Oh well, ayon. Well, to add, uh, like, just to really quickly add to that, like, the way I, if if I'm mad, I have my my messages become extremely short and ta- like small caps lang, like, sobrang no energy. Because when you know, <laughs> I always have yeah. the capital ha ha has. So yeah, when that disappears, and I only have one word in my messages, you're screwed for the rest of the week. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, moving on. So that's how we. That's how we like how we affects our lives and how we deal with it. But you know, it's very complicated, it's very complex, so there are a few there's so many instances that that call 
that causes us to you know deal with things differently and deal with our problems differently. So fears are very they're very construed in the sense that you know they're so different from one another. So the way we deal with things is so different from one another. And coming off to our final uh, point for the day is aside from how it affects our lives, how do we deal with these fears? So let's start with you, Verge. Oh, honestly, if and though a, a lot of people have this notion that being afraid of something makes you a weak, makes you a weak person, and that's just a big no. I mean, having these fears is a normal thing to have because you're you're a human person. Even if you have this the most irrational of fears, like say, oh god, I'm sorry, I'm poking fun. I, I actually laugh. There was this meme I sent you before. <laughs> Uh-huh. Like there was this dude who was afraid of his own scream. Tapos he kept screaming. That's why he got so triggered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one. Remember that meme? Oh but my yeah. god. Okay, that that comedic comedic purpose meme that was really funny. But then you know, don't don't when you're the first thing to dealing with these kinds of fears and having you know having those preconceived notions in your head. The first thing. To, that you have to do to address them and to deal with them is to acknowledge that having these kinds of fears, having these emotions in your head, having anxieties about certain things in your life doesn't make you a weak person. If if mm-hmm. people perceive you to be a weak person just because you're afraid of a small thing, like for that guy screaming or, you know, for this other woman in the meme, she was very afraid of cotton balls and then this host just bloody brought out a pile of cotton balls, and then she ran away. If you're afraid of those, um, if people judge you for being afraid of all these small things, you're not with the right crowd, yo. Yeah. If I and because it's important, it's important to you know in dealing with these kinds of emotions, these feelings that you're having, to have a support system that will you know not only validate the experience that you're having, but also you know be there to help you process them as you go along. Mm-hmm. And it's important that you have you have those people to ground you in the reality that you are in right now. So, yeah, the, those are the at least for me, those are the those are the things that help me deal with the things that are going on in my head right now, especially young after my accident. So I I sought professional help, so at mm-hmm. at least I could. Uh, find the best way to deal with them in a very healthy way. Tapos, I started poking around, joking about it with my friends, while at the same time being serious about the matter at hand. <laughs> tapos, ano? Tapos, hmm. yeah, mostly, I, I, I try to be, ano na rin? Um, I try to poke fun at that fear. You know, not too much, but just to just to set the vibes and so that I won't be um overwhelmed by that thought anymore. And yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I guess that's it for me. I don't know. I mean, how do you how, I mean for you, how do you deal with with the more social anxiety aspect of your of your fear with people? Cause because that's a difficult thing to to deal with, honestly. At least for me, right? It's really difficult to to mm. deal with that kind of uncertainty with people, I always seek to have that kind of um, control or over the stuff, knowing yeah. that these things are clear. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like, how, how do you do deal with all that uh, stuff? Um, honestly, it's just a straight answer for that because, um, currently I try a lot of things to deal with it, but it's still pretty difficult for me because. Sorry, did you say not really difficult? No, oh, I mean it's pretty. Uh, sorry, I mean it was pretty. It's oh, pretty damn difficult. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, sorry, I misheard. I didn't. I didn't hear. Just, okay. Go yeah, on. yeah. So like, cause um, I don't know. Like one of the few things that I kind of subconsciously want is some sort of form of affirmation. Uh-huh. You know, cause I struggle with that. Then it's like, because aside from being a very strong personality, I also want to feel like. People accept my strong personality as it is and not need me to like change up how I am. And the mere fact that it's hard for me to get that is kind of difficult. So, but, but the way I try to deal with it is like talk to people a lot, but you know, it's not the same as talking to people in person. So it's uh, yeah. not the easiest way to deal with it and process it. But you know, I try it nowadays since the pandemic is a little, it's lightening up a little bit. Uh, I try to hang out with friends. So, like some people that I really wanted to meet. Like last Saturday, I finally got to meet them. It's been a while. I mean, I've been talking to them like online and finally got to see them in person. It makes, really makes me happy and stuff like that. But you know, um, I think the downside of that was, I mean, it was a really high up. There was a really high upside for that, but there was a downside, a personal downside in in a way, in a way that I'd like I'd like for it to happen more often. You know. Uh-huh. But all things considered, it's a little difficult considering the situation on hand and considering my schedule now as a working, a worker, you know? So, I don't know. Like, I deal with it in very many ways, like different, many, different ways. But there hasn't been like a proper answer to the problem yet. So, uh-huh. I'm st- I still deal with it. I try, I try to deal with it. Like, sometimes, um, I flood myself with work so that I don't have to think about it. But sometimes when the work ends, that's all I'm thinking about. So, you know, as a very personable guy, personal guy, it's uh, just okay. difficult. Talaga. So, yeah, that's how I deal with it. Different ways. Especially since I'm an extrovert. That's what I need. So, I do what I can. Even though I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, the it's perfect that at, le- at the very least, you acknowledge that you're anxious about this. It, that, that's the... That's the most important step to mm. living through, living around your fears and anxieties. Is that is knowing that it's there, and yeah, that, exactly. That at least, at the very least, you're also trying to initiate st- something or to do something mm. about mm. about them. Yeah, because I don't want it to haunt me then, because. Um, especially like emo- the emotional side, because I'm a very emotional person, and, and whenever I like feel something emotionally, it's very strong. Like if I'm sad, I'm really damn sad. Like I want to get a bottle of whiskey and just down it. If I'm happy, Same. I'm so freaking happy. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like you still want to down a bottle of whiskey? <laughs> well, for fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave as alcoholics, yo, and we don't recommend <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, we do not condone dr- and, and whatever we're old enough. Uh, yeah, <laughs> there's like emotions in the It's when I get a certain emotional feeling, it's very strong, talaga. So 
the feeling of an anxiety, an anxious feeling is very strong because um, I feel like I have this like little bits and pieces that just keep on telling me like inside my head like did, you probably did something wrong or you probably like said something wrong something like that because like for the past who God knows how long years like there's been like small bits and pieces that small bits of mistakes that I made that even though unintentionally were taken as mistakes and were mistakes so yeah it's just it's just hard to deal with sometimes and that's how I try to process it like sometimes I talk to myself out of nowhere like nah dude you are okay you're doing okay but you know sometimes it it helps to an extent it doesn't help as much when someone else tells me you know yeah but yeah it's a process that you have to it's difficult I mean I guess there's a reason why some people don't like speaking about it because some people give what you call this unsolicited advice, and that yeah, it, it feels it for some people. I guess it feels like they're dictating how you should be feeling about things and how you should be mm. dealing with some things. But, but yeah, all the all the emotions in in everyone's head, and you know all the fears and anxieties that people feel. It's always a case to case. It's always unique to the person that's experiencing it. So it so you know dictating how how these things should be met is like a big no-no. Exactly. Because everybody deals with things differently and we can't just tell anyone else how to do it. I mean, we can give them advice. Like, like yeah, sure. Sometimes, like people who give like unsolicited advice, just, it's the way they enunciate it. Like, you know, yeah. You know, if, if you don't know how to, if you don't know how to communicate these things in a way that doesn't come off as you being you know, being a god or something like that. Yeah, that's that's what's problematic. But if we know how to, you know, um, say it or communicate it in a way that, in a way that first it's necessary. If you if they find it necessary and they ask you, that's a good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just uh, it's just different in many ways. And people saying, learn how to do it yourself because it's yours. It's uh, it's something if you know if you if you keep on uh, updated for you, and you know it will work. But at the end of the day, it's it's gonna be uh something something that you have to discover on your own because it's not the experience of another isn't always tailor made to fit your experience. Exactly. Yeah, it's important, Garrett. At least that you're able to acknowledge them and and try to do something about them. In a way that you're comfortable and that you're ready to do. Yeah, exactly. And you know, to be fair, we know we may have these fears, but at the end of the day, I mean, we'll be okay. Honestly, amen. We'll figure it out. We'll figure amen. it out. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I guess to wrap up today's episode, fears it might be <laughs> spooky. It might be a. It might be spooky. Yes, it be. <laughs> Someone looking out your window, like out of okay, nowhere. Okay, can we not keep... make that imagery? Because that's <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> yeah, okay. Be a sibling yeah. just making fun of you. It could be social anxiety. It could be trauma. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, one way or another, we'll be okay. And that's yeah. what matters. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fine, yo. If you're if you're listening to this and you're afraid of a lot of the things happening in your life, 
just know that everything will find its course. You're going to be able to go mm. through them however long it takes for you to do so. Because life isn't a race. If you if you compete with other people in you know, compare yourself to other people in dealing with your with your emotions, then it's going to be an endless process for for you, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. An endless cycle of you feeling afraid because you're not meeting the standards of other people. So you know, just take it slow, and and um, do what do what you think is best for you in in order to acknowledge or um, process the fears or anxieties that you have with you. Always best to hey. have a good friend around too. Amen to that. Amen to that. And that's it. That is today's episode of Beyond Ambitions. Thank you, everyone, for listening. I've been Hans. This is Verge. And goodbye, everybody. Bye.